Hello besties and welcome back to Girls in a Pod, a podcast where we talk all about women empowerment, motivation, inspiration, and many controversial topics that we as women face on the daily. Today we are going to be talking about those breakups, but not any normal breakup. But those breakups, no one talks about those breakups that really tear us apart. They're bittersweet. They're sad. And sometimes you just shove those emotions to the back of your head. We're going to be talking about those very, very draining friendship breakups. Breaking up with a friend is just as serious or maybe even more serious than ending a romantic relationship. Friendship breakups usually make a lot of damage, which most of us just shove to the back of our heads. But they cause a lot of internal damage because they were people we fully trusted and relied on for emotional support, continuity, socialization, and processing life changes together. Friends can eventually become family. They do become family. You share probably more than them that than you share with your actual family, than you share with your romantic partner. So when ending these friendships, it truly is a need to grieve these people that we once saw as family. And I'm not here to bash those friendships or those people because sometimes we are the toxic the toxic ones that destroy the friendships. I can say that I was for one of my friendships. Go listen to my podcast, Sis, You Are the Problem, and understand how unresolved trauma within us can lead you to become the problem in your relationships or friendships. Um, as I say, as I say my experiences, please think about yours and compare and contrast situations or how they played out. Think of where it went wrong, how it affected you, how you affected them. Did you grieve or did you just shove it to the back of your head and never really deal with it? Um, have you spoken to them? Have you planned on like speaking to them? Have you gotten that closure you need? Have you just done these necessary things to cope with this loss? Because it's a loss, even though they're alive. It's a loss because, again, these these friendships really become, like, so much a part of you. Like, it's just so sad, you know? Like, think of that friend that you once had for, like, years, whether they were childhood friends, whether they're middle school friends that you grew up with, you shared countless memories with, and then one day they're just fucking gone. Like, that's crazy, you know? That's crazy that... One one day these people knew every single thing about you, and the next day you you just freaking run into them into the street, run into them like in a, at an event or something, and you just don't speak to them anymore. And you just both know that you shared this whole part of your life together at one point. You know it's crazy. Friendship breakups come in many shapes and forms. It can be peaceful. It can be chaotic. It can come naturally throughout time and distance. It can come blindsided. It can come nasty and cruel. It could come with betrayal. It could come with acceptance and sadness that you two just grew each other out. It could come with a hug with tears. It could come with no words spoken ever again. It could come with silence. It could come with growing up. It can come in many different ways. I 
in my experience, I've had a lot of friendship breakups. And by a lot, I mean like five, six. And I never really thought about how they affected me until truly this very moment that I'm working on this podcast. I used to have this very toxic mentality that I'm just barely now trying to dismantle of pushing things far to the back of my head and never truly coping with them or accepting or seeing that they need more attention than just a simple never talk again, a simple delete them everywhere and hope for the best because that's what I do, you know? And I don't really think about, okay, what is that doing to me? Like not resolving it, just like ignoring it. What is that doing to me? Is it affecting my future friendships? Is it affecting how I think now? So in reality, you just need to cope with them because eventually they'll come back to you. And I'll probably mention this later, but um, I grew up with a mom that I saw her have many friendships throughout life, but she also had trust issues from growing up. She had trust issues from her like family problems. She just had trauma that allowed her not to establish good friendships. Well, they were good friendships, but they just became chaotic at a lot of points. And that's what I grew up seeing. So a part of me is like, mm, maybe you grew up watching your mom just make these friendships that she loved so much like she loved hard she loved these friendships really hard but when they became ugly she cut them off like nothing and maybe I'm like okay I grew up seeing that so maybe I I like I adopted those mentalities I adopted that ideology that it's okay to cut people off but girl let me tell you I I don't think that's a good idea anymore because you're gonna end up alone like doing that you know like that's how I am at one point at one point in my life I was like that like if people did something that made me uncomfortable or that I didn't like or that I found like backstabbed me in a tiny way girl I would just cut it off delete them everywhere and never like mess around with that again which I think and sometimes sometimes it's okay but sometimes you just really need to talk about it and talk to them maybe or talk to someone about it because again they were a big part of your life and just cutting them out like that is probably a little bit unhealthy i can say so let's start with my childhood best friends and i feel like we've all had them especially growing up in the south side of milwaukee everyone had their own little group so my childhood best friends were the kids from my my block they it was five of us and we lived by each other literally my neighbors for from like four years old to about 12 years old when my mom and dad had a divorce and they had to move away and we all kind of just grew up and had to go to different high schools and stuff but I remember coming into this country when I was like three four ish like this is a vivid memory that I have and or maybe it's not of the of the damn the the very very day I came from Mexico, but I just remember being very young, and like pulling into my home, and it's it's crazy because it's the home I live in now. My childhood home is the home I I bought this house for my father, so I remember coming up the driveway and seeing a whole bunch of kids next door, and I remember just getting out and like like seeing all these kids and I ran up to the fence and I immediately talked to them like and ever since then I just remember being friends for like ever and that's how it started and I don't know why I want to be like straight up honest but like this topic makes me really sad like I don't know like y'all can hear my voice like 
shake a little bit, but maybe it's because I've never really talked about this. So I'm going to keep my cool for y'all. <laughs> okay. So I, when picking up after my parents had a divorce and I moved away, now that I truly think of it, I knew these kids for eight years, eight years of cookouts, of birthdays, of playing from like 3 p.m. after school till 8 p.m. every night, from going to every single grade of school together, to swimming, going to the park together, our families being super close at a small age. And you never truly think how close you get to friends and how much you share, how comfortable you are to be your truest kid self around them. And it's it's crazy, you know, you don't think about that until you're now like 25 years old and you can't go back to these those years, obviously. But after I moved away, we kind of just faded away. We all went to different high schools and we never really spoke after that. After sharing a very similar life for eight years, we kind of just faded. We grew apart. We like hung out in different cliques. We all adopted our own little personalities, which happens, you know, especially when you're a kid and have no control of your life and no control of what your parents do. Like your parents might get a divorce. Your parents might put you in another, in another school. Your parents might move miles away. Things happen. This friendship breakup was bittersweet. At the moment, I didn't really process it again because, again, you're just a kid. You don't realize what's happening. But now, as a 25-year-old, it's bittersweet. We just grew apart to do normal life to do to normal life changes our parents had to go through, and now we just kind of see each other on social media and watch each other grow into adults. And I will always have a huge soft spot for them because they were a huge, if not the whole part of my childhood. And again, I never really coped with it. I just well, I coped with it now that I accepted it. You know that we're friends. We're acquainted from afar and we, I know we hope the best for each other, but like think about your childhood friends. Like, do you talk to them still? Did you guys just like grow apart? Like what happened? Do you still talk to them? Like there's times I do run into some childhood friends and specifically one and we, I don't know, like I still see little her and her now, like the way she talks, the way she laughs and stuff. And we always just catch up like, oh, remember when we used to do this when we were little? Remember when we used to do that? And it's it's a it's a good time. And my my childhood me truly heals when I talk to them here and there, you know? My middle school friendships were truly amazing. Three of us girls in our own little world. Those Katie, Evelyn, and me, Julie. And I I am still in touch here and there with Evelyn. She does my hair a lot sometimes. And if you if you want to look into her stuff, I encourage you to do so. Her name on Instagram is Eves, E-V-E-S, underscore beauty, underscore. Like really hit her up and look at her work because it's really good. But it was just three of us girls and it was just an amazing time from like small trips to the mall to crushing on boys to hanging out at each other's homes to hanging hanging out at Reese's. I knew them from like third grade to seventh grade and some of eighth grade. And again, we were kids, so we didn't have a ton of control or develop maturity in our lives yet. However, this friendship these friendships were truly innocent and loving and we just grew apart through two changes in life and they are another group of girls I'll forever hold close to my heart just because of all the memories that we made together you know and again I do run into them 
sometimes here and there. Um, I have them both on Facebook. I see them growing up. I see them getting married. I see them doing reaching goals and starting their careers off. And that makes me truly happy. Like I will always like hold them in my heart and hope for the best for them. Um, so growing up and going into high school, I became friends with a group of girls and I truly, whoops, sorry. And I truly loved however, I truly love them. However, at this point in my life, and I talk about this relationship a lot, I was in a relationship that truly affected my mental health negatively. I thought being with your boyfriend 24-7 was okay. I was so caught up with being with this boy that my grades were horrible and I flunked the fucking grade. I went from straight A's throughout middle school and some of high school to almost all F's. And now that I look back, my mental health took the hugest fucking toll. So due to flunking, all my friends were on a different different floor now. Our lunches were separate. I just felt so out of place. Like it truly held my mental, it truly like worsened my mental health. I just felt like a failure. I felt ashamed. And on top of that, I was too busy getting cheated on and getting back together with this boy, which only added more negatives to my mental well-being. I pushed many friends away and I truly just became a toxic mess of sadness and I had no dignity for myself. I had insecurities and I was just a broken little girl. I was a toxic friend and I don't blame little high school me, you know. I can say all these bad things about me, but never, never will I blame her because I'm just little. You know, you're in high school, you think you're all big and this and that and old and grown, but you truly aren't. You're a little girl. And when I look at little me in high school, I never will ever blame her for how she handled the situation, you know, because it was her first relationship. And I don't know, I just will never blame her. And I didn't know any better in high school, you know, and I wish I had more guidance during these times. And all I can do now is hold on to those memories with those girls and be a great friend now from afar and watch them achieve everything in life and be happy for them. Um, When I flunked the grade, I became friends with a group of girls, which eventually became just two of us. So I flunked ninth grade and I was held back a grade. So in my lunch, I was like, who the fuck am I going to sit next to now? So luckily, these other two girls flunked the grade too. So we just started hanging out, right? But this relationship, this friendship became from three of us friends to eventually two of us friends. And this friendship was my big friendship breakup. It was my big friendship. It was it was the one that I carried in my heart the most. And I think it's my big one because I was finally more in touch with my mature side, with more real thoughts with the grown world the adult world we were both going through very similar stages in our life like come on we both flunked the grade together um and this this breakup i just never really coped with and just pushed to the back of my head we both flunked the grade as i said and similarly we were both really smart just too focused on a boy like we were both going through the same shit at the same time we were both dealing with a boy and being heartbroken or we were too focused on them to be focused on school we grew close so quickly we became like sisters like for the rest of high school we'd walk to her dad's house and spend all the afternoon together 
After graduating high school, we were still inseparable, going through breakups together, through new experiences together, to doing the stupidest things on the fucking weekends, to working together at 18 and sneaking into bars where we'd end up crying to a song over our exes. Our favorite thing to do was like drive around the city late at night or early in the morning, like at 1, 2, 3 a.m. and sing and eventually cry again over our exes. It was just very innocent and fun. However, that soon came to an end. I think like around my late 18s to early 19s, we just became really toxic with each other. Mean things were said. There was like humiliation. It was just truly very toxic. Some things broke my heart as I'm sure some things I did broke her heart and we just cut each other off. Like one moment we were entirely a part of each other's lives and the next we weren't. And again, that moment, I never really processed it. I just pushed it back my head and ignored it and went on to the next day, you know? But like this girl was truly a sister to me. And there's been times where I sit and think about it and I just think, damn, we were really, really close. I don't know what happened. And it just makes me sad, you know? And there are times I truly, truly, no matter how we ended, wish she's doing great and she's doing whatever she needs to do in life and that she's in love and that she's happy and that she's like prevailing or whatever, you know? But, and again, I think like I, that I, how I never processed that. Our, our friendship was like five years, almost as long as that boyfriend and nice friendship. And that boyfriend messed me up completely. It was a huge heartbreak, you know? He was, he became like family and I truly, it truly was a hard heartbreak. Like I was just a mess, like depressed. So now I think that these two, this friendship and this heartbreak, this boyfriend were around the same distance of time. And one I really coped with, I cried. I let my like anger and frustration and sadness out. And this friendship, I never did anything of that for it, you know? So I'm thinking, what did that do to me holding all that in and never really releasing it you know but now that I'm like 25 years old like I'm 25 years old and can see the bigger the bigger picture of how things played out we were just young and young-minded you know around 15 to 18 you're truly young even though you think you're old you're really young you don't know how to do things you don't know how to process things you don't know how to say things you don't know how to communicate But yeah, like I truly, truly hope she's doing amazing things with herself and I will always, always miss her and think of her memories here and there, you know, and just compare that like who who was your your big friendship, you know, how did it play out? How what things hurt you? What things hurt her? And, you know, there's times I'm like, should I text her? Should I see if she's doing well? Should I do this or that? But like I stopped myself, you know, because I don't want to open that up yet at least now, you know, but I truly, truly, truly hope she's doing amazing and she's doing well. But also now, I truly think how these experiences really affected me. Like, I think they really affected me greatly in the way that all my friendships after that, I took for granted. I never thought long-term and it was easy for me to cut things off and never really think about them again, which is a horrible trait to have. And truly, I am working on that part of myself because I I have a few friendships now that I truly love and I'm truly working to keep in my life for a long time because I want that, you know, life is just better with friends. And again, maybe because I grew up with a mom that's that way, that I just saw that my whole life that she, she went on like 
um, having all these friendship breakups and she ended up alone. She has no friends now. And I don't want to end up like that. You know, I want to be old and go get mimosas with my friends and, and enjoy that. You know, you need friends in your life. So I am truly working on more on communicating before like cutting people off on, and, and I, I've done that, you know, a lot. I've done that a lot. And now I feel like I've just like literally doing this podcast i it just hit me like girl you cannot do that that's not a good way to leave to lead life no matter what you see on social media because i see a lot of those quotes where where people are like oh just cut cut them off and never deal with that again you know like shit like that but you truly can't do that because if you go on doing that it's it's just very toxic and very um what's the word depressing for yourself you know and yeah there was this other more recent French friendship I had where I can 100% say I was truly the toxic one. I went back to that pattern of, and this was a friendship I had. I met her right after that other friend and I had that little friendship breakup. And well, we were friends in middle school and then we reconnected again and we hung out a lot. And I think it was from like, it wasn't that long of a friendship. I think it was from like 2018, 19, 20, 21, 22. So like almost four or five years. Dang. Okay. Yeah, that was a long one too. So I was truly the toxic one. I went back to that pattern of getting back with that high school ex and getting cheated on again and getting back together and depressed. And once we truly cut it off, I went batshit crazy. I I went crazy with going out, with putting my life at risk, with unconsciously dating and meeting many, many men, with being a horrible friend to my best friend at the time, which was her, which I lost. She, She was a great friend. We connected right after high school and eventually hung out every single week. Every single weekend, I'd see her. But I truly came to a point where I wanted to be very wild with my actions and go out every weekend. And she wasn't on that level. She was very much low key and very much, let's just go eat and let's go to a restaurant, but nothing crazy. And I should have respected that. You know, I was truly the toxic one there. And I I feel like I also pushed that away. You know, um, I, I, I had a very toxic mentality where I was like, oh, fuck it, uh, whatever, you know, like I don't need her. And that was horrible because this girl knew my family. This girl was like a sister to me. Everyone knew her um, and she was fun. You know, she was fun and she was also like family. She became really close to me. So I truly believe I was at fault there and I see her sometimes well I've bumped into her sometimes and it's a little awkward you know but it's all respect on both sides and again I truly hope she's doing well and I truly hope to one day be in touch with a part of myself that's able to reach out to her and apologize and just talk and hope we can not go back to where we were because we both grew up a little and there's been changes in our life and we're probably not the same people anymore but just know that we have each other from afar from close however we have each other you know and i truly truly want to do that at one point now i feel like after having a a small spiritual awakening awakening after my postpartum depression and working on my mental health and just reflecting on my weaknesses as a friend and as a person and dismantling those weaknesses and working on myself I have become become much more connected with who I truly am and who I truly want to be. I want to appreciate, sorry, I want to appreciate and be grateful for every friendship that comes into my life, big or small, make, them, make time for them, be there for them, and just be much more mindful of them. 
and also try to dismantle that cut off and never talk to them again type of mentality that which brings in nothing good for your mental health I feel like doing that is much harder though it's much harder though because again my mom was that way and I grew up watching that and that's all a part of generational trauma it's cutting those type of things off you know and and it's just I feel like to try to dismantle that mentality of cutting people off it's it's just something you really truly need to see within yourself like I did you know like at one point I didn't see that within myself it was just like oh that's the way I am I'm not gonna work myself work on myself you know but no it's truly something you need to work on and again it's it's what's at risk you know like do you want to be alone for the rest of your life do you want to be this way for the rest of your life no like friendships especially now that you're older and you have that grown mentality and grow and mature mentality to think okay this happened we both fucked up let's talk about it because she's a person i truly like grew grew really close with so let's work on this you know and that's that's and just talk you know just have a conversation and a lot can come from that and i really 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 need to practice on that but i feel like if something like that happens again which i don't think will because i i feel like i am a very much better friend but if it does happen, I just know to talk, you know, because a lot much better, a lot better, uh, many better things will come from that. But again, we we grow up watching or never watching anything about how to grieve a friendship. We always watch those movies where a girl goes through a breakup or maybe you read a book of a girl going through a breakup or getting her heart broken by a guy or a girlfriend, but a romantic relationship she's in and all her girlfriends come together and like, get her ice cream or take her shopping and just like really practice on her mental health to get that closure she needs right but we never see that for friendships we never truly think that they are necessary for friendships you just feel the need to get over them and never think about them again because they're just friendships you know so it's 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 crazy i i say that word a lot it's crazy but it's just it's mind-blowing that like these friendships come to be as close as sometimes our boyfriends and the same time and we it doesn't even cross our head to be like damn I lost a sister I lost a friend that became really close to me that knew every single part of my life that she knew that I knew every single part of her life and we just broke it off so I just really wonder what that's doing to our mental health to push that so far back you know an article on psychology today um, explains how to process grief. Um, you can go read it, but I can also tell you right now, so you don't have to go look for it. So this is how they say you need to process grief in a friendship. And they say everything I said about, they say something about friendship breakups are so hard because we don't get the same permission to process the grief around friendships. We struggle to reconcile how we feel towards towards the laws with how society says we should feel. And you develop that. You develop disenfranchised, something that they call disenfranchised grief. So how do you process these friendship losses, you know? And the first thing they say is view your pain as legitimate. Seeing friendships as less valuable, valuable can impact both the support we, we receive while grieve while grieving and how we process our grief. Studies, studies find that suppression and not opening up, especially about our grief, can lead to isolation, distress, and fatigue. 
And to avoid suppressing our, our pain, it's important to recognize our loss and validate our feelings. We must acknowledge our friendships as endings as significant or, or process the friendship endings as significant and process them as much as we can. So just like how relationships need those, need those closures, those closures that we so fucking find to seek. Because I remember when I was um, going through this breakup with my ex, I'm like, okay, I need closure. I need closure. I texted him that shit all the time. I'm like, I need closure. Well, how are we going to leave it like this? I need closure. But truly, you just need closure within yourself. You need to think of it. You need to be like, okay, I lost this person from my life and accepted and, and accepted as painful and just think about it and be with it and let it go you know another thing they say is share your grief with someone you can trust so i i remember talking oh no i never i never really talked about any of these friendships with anyone this is the first time i'm talking about them and i hope it does something for me to share it with you guys but a study found that while grieving social support was associated with better quality of life so opening up can help us process what you're going through Everyone might not be understanding, but being by but by being that vulnerable about our grief, we are unlearning the hierarchy of relationships and validating the significance of friendship losses. So truly, I hope I'm I'm just learning learning this as I read. So truly, I hope now that I express my feelings. Honestly, I do. I feel like a weight off my shoulders, you know, because I'm sharing this with you guys. And I hope that you guys do the same for you. Share it with your moms, with your siblings, with another friend. Just share how those those grievances, those losses truly made you feel. Um, find the offering in your grief. When we make the meaning out of our grief, it, it's pain softens. Although it is important to acknowledge your sadness, you can do this while also, also being optimistic about what this breakup offers you. Perhaps new knowledge about what you need from friends or more time to make new ones or an appreciation that your grief is a consolation prize for the love you had the opportunity to experience for your friend, you know? And I truly did. I learned that I love greatly. I love my friends greatly because I did experience grief and I I was alone with it, unfortunately, because I never really, it's hard for me to express that, especially something so societally, societally, that's not a word, but so socially um, described as unimportant to to grieve those friendship breakups. I just held it in, obviously, you know, because you don't want to be something that's not talked about in society. You don't want to feel goofy, like expressing how those breakup, those friendship breakups made you feel. But truly being alone with my grief, again, unfortunately, truly made me realize that I am a big, um, what do you call it? I'm a, a, a huge lover for, not a lover, but I'm a youth lover, <laughs> a huge love lover for my friendships i love them deeply and i love them greatly like they are family you know and it truly i just know that i'd be a great friend and learning from those errors and mistakes and how i should communicate and how we should talk it out just truly makes me know that i am going to be a better friend for those future friends or for my current friends you know i know i'm going to be there for them i know i'm not going to hurt them i know that i need because of when I was toxic with that past friend, I know that I have to be um, a better person for them and not for myself. Only think about them and learn those things, you know, learn what did you learn from from those friendships that you lost. And I just want to end with that post 
or I just want to end this podcast with that post I posted on my Instagram with that with with the announcement post you are allowed to grieve you are allowed to grieve the friendship that ended because you grew apart the friendship that ended out due to your own fault the friendship that ended or faded out due to unspoken resentments the friendship that ended for unclear reasons that ended due to distance that ended because it it became emotionally unsafe that ended due to conflicting values that ended due to a lack of reciprocity you are allowed to grieve to grieve anything that took a major part of your life and and just one day is not there anymore you know you need to grieve those things or else they will affect your mental health negatively and you will never notice that until you truly one day like come come across something like this maybe a podcast that allows you or tells you that information or because again we don't see it in society we don't see the importance of grieving things that of something that you weren't romantically involved with you know like grieve your fucking pets like at one point in life like back then oh my god let me tell y'all does does anyone have fucking trauma of having that childhood pet and back then your parents your parents since they're like maybe immigrants or something and they're not in touch with that side of themselves of being caring with a pet has anyone lost a pet like I remember when I was little and my pet ran away and it wasn't a concern for my parents to put flyers up or to go look at animal control or anything I just they just like were like oh whatever and I was like that truly like hurt my heart you know and you never really but point that's way beyond the point but grieve anything that took like a huge part of your life or that was a huge part of your life and that is no longer there you truly need to grieve it no matter how mundane it is no matter again if it was a pet no matter if it was a friend no matter if it's a family member no matter if it was a teacher that you maybe had for a long time grieve them you know anything that took a huge part of your life you need to grieve